Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Living in the Moment. I hope everyone has had a wonderful long weekend. Happy birthday, Canada. Happy birthday, America. Plus, a happy belated birthday to my brother. Anyways, today we are joined by Emily, or as I now lovingly call her, MCAT. Emily is a moment maker with our CertiPro team, and she has been with us for a couple of months. She is an absolute delight and loves people and helping people more than anything. I can't wait for you to hear her stories. Together, let's celebrate MCAT's journey. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me to this. <laughs> of course. And it's nice to officially meet you. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you as well. I've heard a lot of good things. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I guess it's good that they're good. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and likewise, I've uh, one of the reasons why well, one of the reasons you're invited and then also how I start to invite people is because I hear such great things. So um, I typically will go to Mary Manana because I don't have that frequent, I guess, rapport with all of our moment makers. So I'll go to Mary Manana and say, who do you think is, uh, is great to get to know? And then they send me their list of recommendations and here we are. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very glad I was part of that list. That makes my heart happy. <laughs> of course. How's today going? Are you, did you start early today? Um, I started at around, I think it was eight o'clock or eight 15. So pretty early day, pretty typical for me though. I'm, I'm usually early for work and then I do work late a lot of the time, usually till around like six, seven ish, sometimes a little bit later. Oh, wow. Do you like it's, the long days though? I do like long days. It does make it a little hard sometimes because I do have a four-year-old at home with me most of the time because I do have a babysitter, but he doesn't particularly like going to the babysitters. He prefers being at home. Oh, well, I can tell you as a uh, 27-year-old, I don't think that changes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I, uh, I much prefer home over anywhere else, but that's the same with me. I'm so much of a homebody. It's ridiculous. My boyfriend basically has to drag me out places. (laughs) Well, I don't think the pandemic really helped either. Like I used to be such a traveler, just going anywhere I possibly could. And it was like, you couldn't keep me home. And then COVID sets in and it was the longest that I had slept in my own bed my entire (laughs) life, like, like consecutive nights. Um, and, and I just, now I can't stand packing a suitcase. Like I just want to <laughs> stay home. I feel that. I think it solidified that for pretty much everyone. COVID just kind of ruined our social lives to a degree. Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> well, a big reason why, um, Okay. So it's, it's kind of twofold because one of them selfish. I love to get to know our moment makers because I find that, while we're all here to do a similar job or we all have that common purpose when we come to work, everyone has such a unique story. And it just, it, every single time I talk to one, um, like a member of our, of each team, it blows my mind, the unique backstories that we have. So mm-hmm. one reason is because I love to learn all of this and I love to get to know the amount of talent that we have. And then also, Um, to celebrate your journey and for all of our listeners to do the same. So I'm going to start us off with 
what your journey is, if you'd like to tell me everything um, that's led you to today. Well, I mean, I have a pretty, I guess, lax life. I want to say it's not too exciting or anything, but um, I actually spent most of my time working as a manager or a waitress in a restaurant. So I have done other kind of call center type jobs like this, um, but definitely not as supportive or engaging or amazing. Like this is the first company I've worked for that is actually truly fun to work for and inclusive, makes you feel like you want to go to work. So I really love that. But um, I definitely didn't expect myself to be working from home for a company like this. I kind of just took a chance at it because I wanted something different. I had been working in the restaurant scene for so long. And although I love working face to face with people and getting to kind of meet new people every single day um, when I was there, I just didn't, it was too much for me, especially with having a kid at home and the pandemic changing a lot of things. And I just, I wanted a big change in my life. So this, this was something I thought would be a good step. And it's almost the same in a way, because I get to meet new people every day, talk to new people, engage with them, try and make them happy and help them with anything they need done. So that was definitely something I just thought would be good for me. And I love being home, like I said, so I get to be with my cats and my son and help people make them smile, which makes me smile because I'm very much a people person in that sense. Fair enough. And are you in London? No, I actually used to live in London um, for five or six years. Um, I went to Fanshawe College out there. I was taking child and youth care and cool. um, it was very good. I that I really wanted to continue with that, but due to my mental health at the time, I had to put it on hold. And I ended up working at TD call center out there, um, the easy line on York road, I believe it is. So that was a nice place, very competitive and stressful though, I must say. <laughs> so that, that kind of took it out of me. And then I got pregnant with my son and was in London for I think until 2018 or 2019. And then I moved out back to Niagara Falls area, so Port Colborne, Ontario. And I've been living there ever since. I like me a, I like me a good visit to Port Colborne, not gonna lie. <laughs> my, <laughs> I think it was my 20th birthday. We rented a house out there um, and it was a Gatsby themed birthday. Okay. It was in the middle of March. So there was really nothing exciting that we could do because the weather, but um yeah, it was just a nice little house party over in Port, Port Colborne. So it holds a little special place in my heart. <laughs> I love to hear that because I, I don't know many people that have really come out to visit Port. And if they have, it was strictly for Canal Days because it is a port town. We're all about boats. So we have a festival that celebrates our canal and boats, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> That's cool. It's it's really nice. It's not it doesn't sound as lame as it is in a way. Um, <laughs> it, we have like a carnival. There's vendors that are lined up all along the canal and there's concerts. Like we've had three days grace and the trues and all these other people come down. Even Headley came down years ago. Nice. I feel like, I feel like I would have been there if I had known Headley was there. You're one of my favorite <laughs> bands growing up. I know. That was one of my favorite and I missed it back in the day. So I was, I was a little upset over that. Fair, fair. I would be too. 
So with child and youth care, then what's the, like, have you fully pivoted out of that or is there hope to go back to that field or what's the dream? Um, well, I, I put it on hold. Um, I think it was in 2016, 2017, and I did intend on going back, but then I kind of sat down and thought about it. And because of where my mental health took me at the time, which wasn't a very good place, I didn't think that I would be good at aiding those that had the similar issues. I know that's usually why people get into it, but I just didn't think I would be personally good at it because I would get too invested in certain situations and it would become too personal and you really kind of have to keep yourself back rather than being too much there in the situation with someone and getting too invested. So I was like, I can't do it. So I put that on hold, just focused on working and saving for a place to be like a better home. And now I'm doing dietary aid at Niagara College. So I've, I've done three programs now and I have three other that I have to finish. And then I can actually work in a dietary aid role if I'd like to, but I think I'm just kind of going to hold on to the diploma for a bit and see where this takes me because I like working here a little bit too much. So <laughs> fair. Well, we, it's not like we're dying to get rid of you. So please don't leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I completely um, I get where you're coming from there with the detaching of the emotions. And I think I mean, anyone who listens to episode after episode, they're probably sick of me saying this because I think it's the last three times I've related to this exact topic, but I always wanted to go into family law and um, because it's, that hits close to home. And then I realized one, I didn't want to do X amount of more years of schooling at the time. So that kind of wrote it off. But two, um, I realized that I, I too cannot remove my emotions if I feel if I feel invested in something that I want to fix, like, and if I can't fix it, I take it really hard. And I take it personally as if I was at fault, like it's, it's that same kind of thing where I just, I don't think I would have been able to deal with detaching the emotions. So I completely yeah. get that. Um, it's, it's a very noble field, but it's a very hard field being anywhere near family. Oh, yeah. that that's, kind of... that's all I've ever heard is very difficult fields to be in. And they, it does yeah. take a toll on you as well working there. So I, those were definitely things I took into mind as I was leaving and considering going back and stuff. And I think it's best to prioritize you. So I'm glad that you did. And it's, it's best to recognize it now um, and be able to, I mean, maybe there's a happy medium down the road that that finds the balance where you can kind of take what is important from all of your education and where you want to be that still prioritizes you and your mental health. So, um, Oh yeah, of course. I, and, I wish the best there. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does come in handy. The, the small amount that I did learn in that program, because I do have a child of my own now, so I can kind of implement things I learned in the child and youth care to what, raising him is and being around other children. So it does come in handy and kind of opens your eyes a little bit to what to expect in certain developmental situations and stuff. So I didn't, I didn't hate all of it. It was a good thing. <laughs> well, good. And then with dietary aid, is that, is that like working in a hospital or that, or like a medical setting? Yeah. So because like I was saying um, before I, 
pretty much did waitressing and managing of restaurants for a very long time. That was my main field of work. So I figured if I'm going to do that, I'd rather not work at minimum wage pretty much my whole life. I'd rather work in a higher setting in it. And I was able to, if I got dietary aid, I could work for the region. So work at hospitals, work at mental health centers, pretty much doing what I'd be doing as a CYW, but just more in the kitchen sense, which would be good because I'd be taking care of people that have diabetes or different dietary restrictions. And I've always loved working in nursing homes, hospitals, stuff like that. I did volunteer work for years with my mom at a nursing home. So I pretty much just love caring for people in any sense of the word. I love that. And, and I mentioned that I love to have these conversations for selfish reasons. And partly because I'm, I'm slowly building my own portfolio of uh, people that I can lean on. I've, I've found a life coach. I found a psychologist and now I am one of those with diabetes. So you can be my new. (laughs) I am so for that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I've just, I've got my whole spectrum of, uh, of people that were going, that I'm going to be the client, basically. <laughs> that's awesome, though. That's the best way to go about it. Yes, we keep it all within the family. <laughs> so, who would you say are three people that have been most influential to you in realizing your goals or getting to where you are now? Um, that's a hard question. My, um, I mean, dun, dun, ob- dun. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I feel like everyone probably says it, but my parents are huge. Um, Probably more so my dad. Don't tell my mom I said that. But like, (laughs) um, my dad has been pretty much like my best friend and obviously my dad for years. So um, he is always there for me for everything, supportive through everything. Like if anything gets me down, he won't coddle me. He'll pretty much tell it as it is and be like don't be stupid you got to do this don't do this and that that's a good thing the tough love he's given me so he really kind of opened my eyes to what to expect in the world as to what I wanted what I deserve what not to bring into my life stuff like that and my mom has always been just the loving natured woman she is and was there for me if I ever needed a shoulder to cry on anything like that so they were definitely very influential for me and help me decide where I wanted to go, who I wanted to be and whatnot. So I thank them all the time for what they've done. Can't thank them enough, unfortunately, but, (laughs) (laughs) and definitely my, my son also, he, although he's only four, he is very much paving the way for me growing and changing personally in a better way which is nice because I went through a lot of stuff when I was going through college and afterwards so he turned me into a better woman and continues to do so so I appreciate him even though he's too young to understand that but (laughs) he will he will one day that's amazing oh yeah I I pretty much owe everything that I've become thus far to them including my son and I I wish I could do more for them in the long run but they'll they'll know one day I told my dad I'll I'll I will live with him and take care of him and he will never go in a nursing home so (laughs) well I think yeah like I mean you said in the long run but 
there's always, there's still time. Um, and I think that it sounds like you of, of uh, all people would know that actions speak louder than words. And I think that you're on the right path of always showing that to them um, and that gratitude. So I think that they know it or at oh, the yeah. very least they definitely will. <laughs> well, even for, for Father's Day, I, I always get my dad these really sappy cards. And um, so I, I got him one just like from Shopper's Drive. It was like pages in it basically just like I love you I love what you do you're my best friend you're my rock this that like just complete mush fest and I gave it to him at this family barbecue we went to on Sunday and he bawled his eyes out in front of everyone so it was cute but I also felt a little bad at the same time because I made him cry but he loved it so that made me very happy that's amazing I love that (laughs) He is definitely a very sensitive fellow. That's perfectly acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've been with us for a month and a bit. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's been possibly almost three months. I'm not entirely sure. Wow. I am way behind on the times. (laughs) So then, so you've already come a long way then. Um, So then what would you say, like, what makes you most excited to come to work? What keeps you engaged to just keep learning? And and, um, I mean, it sounds bad, but every day we do the same kind of routine. We don't know necessarily what each call is going to bring, but it's the same um, processes that we do each day. So what keeps you engaged and excited to keep learning and keep doing it? I mean, although uh, the conversations can be pretty... um, routine a lot of them are the same like you're booking someone or connecting them to the office stuff like that I think the most exciting thing about working here and that makes me like want to wake up every morning and work here other than the fact that I get to speak with amazing people that work for TLS and talk in the group chat with all the people that I've made friends with there because they're all lovely and they just say the funniest things sometimes (laughs) but um (laughs) Um, I guess really getting the chance to talk and meet with new people on the phone. I actually had never really spoke with anyone else around the world. Like I did grow up playing video games and stuff. So I could have easily gone online and talked with people in the States or wherever they were in the world. But I kind of always have kept to myself in that sense. So in this way, I get to learn about different um like countries learn about what they're doing over there what their life is like they kind of there's little things that happen here and there that make it really exciting other than the fact that you just get to help someone on a regular basis which I do love but I've had like a customer sing to me before they've cracked jokes said that that I had a New York accent before and I there's just little things here and there that always kind of bring a smile to my face and you never know what you're going to get it's there's always something new every day. So it really is worth it and makes you want to wake up and be here. Follow up. How do you have it? (laughs) What is the situation where a customer sings? He, he found out I was Canadian. I've actually had a couple people sing to me on the phone. One was, (laughs) it was, it's weird. Okay. (laughs) But not in a bad weird, like a good weird. 
but (laughs) the one he found out I was Canadian so he tried to sing the national anthem to me although it was pretty botched um I give him like four out of ten so it was a good try it was good on him and then the other one um because I always say um at the end of my call like I hope you have a lovely day someone will reach out to you soon um he basically I don't even know what song he was trying to reference but it was something about someone reaching out and touching you and he started singing it and I was like I don't know that song but yay (laughs) (laughs) it was a good song um speaking of singing it's so weird with the Canadian or I guess like anyone who finds out you're Canadian the whole Canadian national anthem thing but I was at, I was in Montreal for Formula One race this weekend and they sang the national anthem, but they sang, it was, it wasn't the full bilingual version. It was mainly French. And then they threw in like an English verse. And it's so funny to hear 300,000 people belt out the English words. And then as soon as the French comes in, it's like a hushed tone. Oh no. (laughs) Nobody is at all. Um, confident about sing the French version of the Canadian anthem. Oh, that was really funny. See, down but, here in the schools um, around Port Colborne area, they actually made us learn the French one and the English one. Oh, same. Which was, it was ridiculous. So for a while, I knew the French one. I could belt that out, no problem. Now, if you tried it, I, I don't think I could. <laughs> I There's like three, I used to be able to do it basically fluently. And there's now three lines that, it's like unlocking a core memory. So <laughs> I can remember those ones and anything else. It's just blank. I mean, I can barely remember the days of the week. Grade nine <laughs> French has failed me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It failed me as well. My, my son though, he's going to a school that has French immersion. So I just found that out the other day too, because I met another parent that her children went there and they did French immersion right from kindergarten. So I'm on the fence considering putting him in that although he'll probably hate it I mean I think I think it's so different because now in hindsight I wish I was bilingual or I could speak another language fluently like it's just a skill that is so unique to have it is really at this age I don't think that I could ever dedicate myself to really learn it fluently but I in hindsight knowing what I know now I wish that I had oh yeah but it it really does come in handy it does it makes me upset I wish I learned it and I wish I paid more attention but I did not particularly like French when I was in school my mom was trying to push me to get like straight A's so I could do French immersion when I was in high school but that just never happened it was not my strong suit (laughs) I mean, I like if there's an opportunity, I think that I mean, here's mother, you know, way better, but I think it's a great opportunity. It's just, yeah, it's whether or not he's going to actually enjoy it because especially nowadays, if you don't enjoy something, you're not going to do well in it. You're not going to apply yourself. So, yeah. And I don't want him just hating his life every day at school because he's been looking forward to it for so long. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess you he hasn't done schooling yet, has he? No, With he's COVID? done he's done daycare, but then that got shut cut short because of COVID, which kind of sucked. So this is his first try back at it after being locked down for so long. 
And he'll be going into senior kindergarten? Uh, I think it might be JK. I don't really know how that works. Okay. He, he is four, so. Yeah, I remember starts- like grade one is six, I think. Yeah, so, so maybe I, JK. He, I think he might be JK. And then next year, he'll be SK or they skip that now. I don't know. They've they changed kindergarten <laughs> around so much. It's kind of ridiculous because it used to be only half days. And I think now it's full days and. I was just on my, for some reason, I was on my high school's website uh, or my old high school's website the other day, and they've done this whole new schedule, like curriculum schedule, I guess, where I still don't understand it. It's like 10 weeks of this set of courses, then 10 weeks of this set of courses, and then you completely switch into a new set of courses. And I don't really know what you're learning when <laughs> it's it's very it seems like it's more concentrated but it seems like it's less time that's so strange. I don't yeah and they're calling it a quad something system and I'm like I just I just miss showing up to class and seeing the same people every day <laughs> yeah that's that normal to me <laughs> I miss that too I I always think back about high school and how we got to just be there with our friends every single day in class and although we may not have liked what we were learning in certain classes it was just fun to goof off with the people that you were around 24 7 in those classes <laughs> yes yes I agree uh this is a completely unrelated question but you mentioned that you you so always play video games um I am so I'm reading a book called actionable gamification Um, and it's written the author. He used to be so obsessed with Diablo two. He was like incredibly invested in video gaming. And so he talks about how video games are simply gamification. And he's now dedicated his life to, um, looking at gamification just in real life and how it applies to your everyday life. So (laughs) random question. Um, what, what is it about video games that you loved or like, why do you, why did you love to play video games? I played, I feel like it was the type of games that I was playing it. I, other than the fact that it just took up my time. Like I, I used to be a Tumblr person and that took up my time. And then when Tumblr kind of faded away, I didn't even know what I, I did with myself because I spent so much time on Tumblr beforehand. But um, I played a lot of like Terra, Diablo, Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing. I feel like what people would classify as the lame games, but um, I think it's what you do in the games that makes it fun, like the storyline, stuff like that, the, uh, the fantasy factor of it, where it's very far from real life. That's what I enjoyed. So I kind of chased games that were like that. I still play Stardew Valley on my phone occasionally because it's just a farming game you just make your farm you follow the storyline of the characters in the town you get to get married you get to have a cat it's just it's cute (laughs) and I like that that's so cute and not that there's any right or wrong answer but that was technically the right answer because that was what he is like hypothesis or um, whatever you want to call it of why people enjoy video games it's not about racking up like the points but it's um, the strategy and the creativity within it and the thing and the opportunities that you get to do as opposed to like points and badges. Like that's, Oh yeah. That's not the motivating factor is what I'm getting at. I know a lot of people do like even my past significant others, they were super into gaming and a couple of them were one of the ones that basically they didn't care so much about the game itself. They cared about 
how far they could make it, how many points they got, how big their clans got, stuff like that. So it was more of a trophy type thing they were looking for rather than just enjoying the game. So I get that. Right. Some people do have that uh, perception when it comes to games. And that was one of the comparisons he made was um, like leveling up a character where you get to level 115 or, or I mean... My only experience is really with my boyfriend who plays Destiny. So that's really the only one that I can speak to. But when you level up a character and you get to this almost max point and it's like, now what? And, and you, <laughs> you've invested all this time and energy and you feel so accomplished of getting to this, this character to where you want it to be. But in reality, and this is where it kind of turns harsh, but in reality, like, what do you have to show for it? And yeah, that was what? where, yeah, that was where this author went, okay, we got to figure out how to make this like into real life because he, <laughs> he compared it. He had invested, like if he did the calculation over a thousand hours into this one game and then oh quit it cold Turkey and was like, I've accomplished so much in my mind and in this game, but what did I do in my real life? So I just find it to be a really cool topic because it, it all comes down to what motivates people day-to-day um and the eight core drives that people become motivated by or engage in an activity because it exists oh yeah definitely and you got to be careful with video games too like the people that get super invested in that like that's almost on the verge of like addiction like people playing 24 7 not doing anything else with their lives so I always kept myself distant from them and wasn't super interested in it and wasn't one of those people that wanted to like stream it on Twitch or anything. <laughs> oh my God. That was my brother growing up. I'm like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to, I want to stream on Twitch. I'm like, okay. And what do you want to do? Like for a job? It's like, I want to stream on Twitch. I'm like, no, what are you doing to make no. money? <laughs> <laughs> Something else. <laughs> I'm like, you're not ninja. Let's, let's scale it back for a minute. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have that, like they want to be some sort of superstar on YouTube or Twitch or something like that. Everyone wants that. Even my niece and nephew, I just saw them on Sunday. They, the girl, honesty, she wants to be a TikTok star. And John, my nephew, he wants to be a gaming YouTube star. And I was like, whatever, like if you can get there, do it. But like, you need to have a backup plan because that is not good for everyone. Um, first off, honesty. I love that name. It's, it's very unique. My sister chose it very specially. I love it. That's beautiful. Any meaning behind it? Um, not that I know over that she's told me, but it is spelt, um, differently. It's a W N E S T Y. Whoa. Yes. That's cool. (laughs) It's, it's a very cute name, but although I make fun of her sometimes and call her honestly, like honestly, honesty, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I um I have a friend that she named her daughter Amaziana. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But then calls her Maisie. It's really cute. Oh, I like yeah. that. It's all about the nicknames. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Whereas uh for me, my nickname is Leash and my mom hates it. But <laughs> She's like, I didn't call you Alicia for you to be called me Leash. <laughs> I I usually go by Emmy. That's how everyone 
new me or people call me Catherine or Caddy sometimes. And I'm like, no, don't, don't do that, please. I would jump to MCAT. That's what my um, username is on a lot of things, actually. Maybe that's why then I feel like it's not your username in MoveSpring. Yes, it is. That's probably why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it it left a lasting impression, though, that you remembered that. (laughs) It's just natural now. (laughs) (laughs) See, that one's okay. I could deal with that. (laughs) Perfect. That's it. That'll be it then. Um, My favorite question to ask people, because it's, it's typically around the same theme, but it's always unique in their perspective. So what does being a moment maker mean to you? Being a moment maker probably to me means the ability to, oh my, the ability to make, um, my son just came in the room. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Do you want to say hi, soul? Right there. Say hi. 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 <laughs> Yeah, Keiko, thank you. Sorry about that. (laughs) His name is Sol? Uh, Solaris. Oh my God. You're a family. (laughs) It's uh, Latin for of the sun because I used to sing You Are My Sunshine when he was in my belly. So just a little little cute name that I thought of. That's beautiful. He sounds adorable. <laughs> he he is very cute. Thank you. Um, but sorry about that. Um, what what being a moment maker means to me probably would be um, the ability to definitely touch the lives of people, even like whether we know them, whether we don't know them. We are here to help out and make their their lives and their jobs easier, make them smile in any way we can. Like we're not here to strictly do a job. We're here to connect with the customer and make them feel like they're almost family to us in a way, rather than just dealing with a another call center, because that's not what we want to be labeled as, because call centers do suck sometimes. <laughs> so we want to be on the elite end where we're there for our customers no matter what we'll go to the ends of the earth to help them with what they need let them know that we're there for them that they can um, rely on us to help with any of their needs whether it's good bad anything yeah and i love that all of your stories too are are it's not about a customer's request or the process that you had to follow it's those unique little things that because you engaged or because you had that genuine conversation with them it was almost like a moment for you yeah. um whether it's singing or um like the different things that they'll share and the different things you get to learn about where they live that's really i i like that that's what sets us apart or that's what we get to do is it's above a checklist of let's get you booked in. Oh yeah. Like we're not trying to speed through our scripting and just get what they're needing done. Like you want to be able to at least have a little bit of a conversation. I know some people they're not there to have the conversation. They just want what they want done and that's it. But if you're able to sit there and make that connection with them, like even if it's small, it will make their day in some way because you never know what someone's going through. So that little smile or little compliment, anything that you're doing there on the phone definitely means a lot and vice versa. Like I love when 
someone gives me a little compliment, like if I'm having a bad morning and my coffee's not sitting right with me, then I'm like, oh, thank you. That's very nice. That that throws me in a whole different loop. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. It's amazing. What has been your biggest success um, in everything you've done? Um, I know it's a very broad question, but and then conversely, your biggest learning opportunity. Um, if that's in regards to TLS or just in general, like anything in, ge- in general, anything, it's a bonus if it's TLS, but I mean, <laughs> I don't expect it. <laughs> I mean, when I was on the, we have a little like scorecard thingy on, on gen cloud now. And I was on like number three the other day. So that made me do a little wahoo, <laughs> not for this very is, long, but <laughs> that's the gamification leaderboard. Yes. See, actionable gamification. So it was nice. (laughs) So that was was a big win for me. I liked that. And, um, but in general, um, probably my biggest success so far on it, just in general, anything I've done was I did go through a divorce and I am pretty young, which is surprising. I'm only 25 and I was married, had a kid. Now I'm divorced which kind of sucks but it is what it is and I ended up um, starting fresh from all that having to buy my own place again and kind of build back up from nothing which was crappy but definitely was a little high five to myself because I didn't want to ask my parents for help because you know they do everything for you you just gotta do something for yourself so that was that and was that's something. a big high five, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. But now my son and I live in this this place and we have our two cats and it's right along the canal. So I've been in my favorite spot for this long and it's definitely a win on my part. So I, I'm happy about that. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you. I like I love those kinds of stories because it doesn't really matter it matters to you, but it doesn't really matter what happened or, um, what caused it. What matters is, is your response basically. And it, Oh yeah. And the, uh, the lessons learned along the way, which I would say are quite invaluable. It sounds like. Oh, definitely. And my son, he still gets to obviously go see his dad all the time. He gets to go all the way to London to do that. Cause his dad actually lives in London. So <laughs> Ontario, I assume. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Oh my gosh. If he was getting to go to the other London, I'd be like, take me with you. That's, I want to go. <laughs> Let's all go all the way to London. <laughs> That's awesome. And what an adventure for him too. I'm sure oh, he's getting used to road trips then. Definitely. Yes. He used to hate them. The three hour drive from Port Colburn to London, that was just too much. And now he's, but now it's exciting because he gets to see dad and then yep. it's exciting to come home. And he gets McDonald's every time he goes oh out goodness. there to go like on the way up because it's such a long drive. So they, they always get him McDonald's. What's his order? Uh, chicken nuggets and French fries. My kind of kid. Yeah. I'm with I'll, him. It's, I'm the same way. When every time I go to McDonald's, which is very rare, like I, my stomach cannot handle it like it used to when I was a kid. It is always nuggets and French fries. Always. <laughs> I have, this is always a hit or miss where it either disgusts people or they relate to it. The way that I eat chicken nuggets is incredibly unique because I will eat the skin 
off um, and then dip the nugget itself into barbecue sauce. And people find that appalling. Apparently, <laughs> I must say that that is odd, but, <laughs> but my son kind of does the same thing. So I can't say anything. See him and I are going to be fast friends. Obviously it's the proper way and we're all just doing it wrong and you guys have it the right way. Exactly. Yes. We just figured it out really early in life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I love that. That's, that's really exciting for him. Oh yeah. And for you too. I'm sure you enjoy your, your me time. Oh yeah. It's, it's nice. Every, every two weeks, I just kind of get to have time to myself. I go to Niagara Falls a lot of the time and go look at the water and go out for dinner, stuff like that. Very nice. My, well, I guess I have two more questions, but one of my last questions is if we have a new moment maker joining us, who's never really worked in the customer service and industry or in the call center type setting, um, what's one piece of advice that you would give to them in order to be successful with us? Um, I would probably say just be yourself in a way, but also don't restrict yourself. Like if you're naturally kind of anxious, like I am around some people, you got to put your confident hat on and just be bubbly, be out there, be open. Like don't be afraid to say what you want to say and be yourself. And you will definitely make moments and make friends and always be engaging in the chat with people because they're so lovely and they're so supportive. So it's the fastest way that you will make friends and learn about the company, get support, anything like that. So just don't be afraid to put it out there and get yourself into any conversation that's going on, especially if it's in like the call settings, definitely just like put yourself out there always. Jump in both feet. I love it. (laughs) don't be afraid of how deep the water is just jump perfect we have life rafts (laughs) yes (laughs) we will help you float (laughs) I love that that was perfect um my last question that I love to ask everyone is what is one thing that you try to do both professionally and personally to live in the moment um that's a hard one I mean I'm always just trying to be spontaneous. That's that's kind of my biggest thing for living in the moment. I always want to be trying something new, learning something new, doing something new all the time, or just kind of talking to as many people as I can. Like even when I'm out on the street, I'm not one of those people that just keeps my head down to my phone or keeping to myself. I'm always saying hi to everyone that's passing me, talking to anyone that's around me, smiling at anyone's around me. Because even if they don't smile back, like makes you feel good when you have those few in between that actually acknowledge you and will sit there and talk with you. And you never know what you're going to learn. Like I've talked to many of people in Port Colburn and there's some amazing stories that you can hear from people if you actually just take a chance to listen. So I really like that. And that's something that you definitely need to do in your personal life and professional life. I agree. Um, Lori, our president talks about the, I think it's the 10, five rule where if you're within 10 feet of someone smile, and if you're in five within five feet, then say hi. Yes. Um, Cause it's all about that engagement because like you said, you never know what you're going to learn or who you're going to meet. 
Exactly. All those contacts are important. Look how I'm building my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a dietitian. Yes, I have. A, it's all being filed into my self-help uh, <laughs> folder. <laughs> we've also got reflexologists. We've got a tattoo artist. We've got a yoga instructor. We've got everyone. Oh, perfect. I love it. No. Now I know who to go to if I need anything. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we've got some uh, some lawyers on board. We've got a general counsel team. My goodness. Oh, perfect. <laughs> We're all set. <laughs> um, yeah, Nada over at Magic Bubbles. She also her hobby is sewing, so she will make you a dress. Like we've just we've got everything we need. See, I I can crochet, but I can't sew. So like I could crochet a dress, but it might not look as amazing as sewing a dress would. <laughs> I'll take a winter hat. Oh, I can do that. Perfect. I will. I, I can... will crochet you one. Do you want a pom pom? Yes. Yes. Okay. I want a pom-pom. Okay. <laughs> my, my uh, expertise in crocheting is like those round looms that okay. you can just like yeah. put the hook over pretty much. And that's about, yeah, that's where that draws its extent. See, I I've made a little carrot stuffy for my son that had like a smiley face and that's I made so a couple like vase covers. I made a scarf. Cause that's obvious. Everyone has to do a scarf if they're going to sew or knit or do anything. You got to do that. And I made yeah. some shark socks. They like, it looks like it's eating my foot because the mouth oh is like on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So I will make you a hat 100%. Perfect. I once made a, I, I could once crochet like from scratch, and I made a baby blanket for one of my teachers because she was uh, going on maternity leave while I was in school. But I was probably like nine or 10. My mom was very, very helpful. Um, but I made them in like basically squares and then stitched all the squares together. Um, so it was quite the pattern, but I became a pro at creating like a four by four square just over and over and over and over again. <laughs> That's <laughs> then, the best way to make blankets. Is it? Okay, good. I thought it was just the easy way out. <laughs> No, that's, that's the best way, especially if you're making patterns, they're called granny squares and it's mm. just, it's perfect. That's how I've made all of my blankets. Well, then I'm already a pro. I forgot you everything are. I learned, but I was a pro <laughs> at the time. <laughs> pro. Well, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, uh, for sitting down with me and I'm going to uh, send you back to learn all of our customer stories, but it was a pleasure getting to know you and, and a pleasure getting to say hi to soul. So thank you very much for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the time you took today and I loved getting to know you as well. You're absolutely lovely. Just like everyone has said. So oh, I, thank you. I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I, uh, I never know the impression that I can give. So I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it was a very good impression. Soul loved it. He had a huge smile on his face too. Excellent. We'll go and uh, we'll go get nuggets together someday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, MCAT. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your shift and uh, the rest of your week as well. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a lovely day as well. And thank you for having me again. Thank you, of course. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. Well, I told you she was a delight, and her son's soul is so adorable. I'm so excited to be celebrating our people, and I hope you all love to learn about the incredible talent that we have here. 
Thank you so much for listening and for joining us today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and stay cool out there. We'll see you Monday. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes you need a little genuine.